Hi fam, I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And we are the Gabby Girls. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Gabby Girls. Episode 25. How about that? How about that? <laughs> How are you, Kate? I'm good. How are you, Jen? I'm good. It's Sunday night. It is Sunday night. We had a weekend. We both were busy. And so recording just had to be moved. And so we're wishing you a happy Wednesday, but we're here on Sunday night. Yes. Wait, how was your weekend? It was so good. Um, I know I've repeated this many, many times, but for new listeners, I took every single Friday off from November to December and it is joyous. And (laughs) I truly believe that America and the world should go to three-day weekends because mentally, I am doing well. <laughs> I love that for you. So what have you been doing on Fridays? What are just Fridays? the same stuff you usually do on a Saturday or are you making more time for things? Yeah, no. So like I get like things done a day faster. So Fridays, I did like all this like just errands and bullshit that I would have had to do on Saturday, but I was able to do on Friday. So I sent all my Christmas gifts off. I sent your Christmas gift off. I prepped for the weekend. I made my grocery list. Like, you know, you just get stuff done that on, I don't, it's just like, yeah, Friday is the Saturday and then Saturday is Sunday. And then Sunday is just like a whole day of just nothing. And it's just amazing. Just chilling. Yeah. I went to like a nature preserve this morning and walked my dog. I made sugar cookies. I would clean the house. I read like, just like things that you don't necessarily like have time to do all the time. It was just so nice. Right. That is pretty nice to have an extra, it's like getting a, an extra day back of your life because I also feel like on Saturdays, I want to relax from the week a little bit, but I still have mm-hmm. stuff to do. So to be able to just get that done, you know, yeah. on a day when you would probably be working, that's, that's nice. It was so nice. It was, yeah, I'm really, I really wish this was a thing. I want it to be a thing <laughs> for I'm life. Manifest it. Yeah. I think for the world, people would be so much happier. I guarantee it. People would be less stressed. People would be happier. And I guarantee productivity would be the same. Maybe even better. Probably because people would be happier. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> let's be real. You don't actually work like seven hours fully a day, you know, especially if you work like remotely or if you're, if you're, workload ebbs and flows like some days you're working two hours a day some days you're working five hours a day and then if you're in the office or at least when i was in the office like you had to just find stupid bullshit to find like fill your time so that your manager thought you were busy even though you weren't busy and now thankfully because i work from home like if i'm not that busy and i've completed my to-do list i get to do a load of laundry or off the floor or you know go for a walk or go to pilates like just the work-life balance is just so exponentially better and I just can't imagine ever going back like it just I I don't know how people go to the office yeah it's pretty wild that people like get up in the morning get dressed go to work I can't believe that I can't even picture that no I can't either and I just I can't imagine I don't know I would be Miz like you know like I was technically off on Friday but we just have like a lot going on right now at work and so I work two hours and it doesn't feel like I'm like hoarding my PTO because I know it's all going to even out you know like if I'm not if this week working like I know it's not going to be super super busy so I'm going to work a couple hours but I'm also going to get to do what I want to do for a couple hours and it's going to be fine (laughs) yeah love that for you me too um (laughs) what'd you do this weekend (laughs) 
Oh, um, I did a little Christmas shopping today. Now, one thing about living where I live is there's nowhere to really go shopping. So mm-hmm. you have to drive like in at least an hour to go to a mall or something. Also, it was nice to go to the mall because there's every store had a sale, like every single store. But I hate being in the mall. Yes. Why I does nobody know how to walk or navigate? Like what is going on? Thank you for bringing this up. Once again, we are facing another epidemic here in America, and it is slow walkers. And so slow and also taking up so much space. Like if you're going to walk that slow, you need to stay to a side. And if you are holding hands in the mall, straight to jail. You, this is not <laughs> the time to be connected to some other person. You need to be quick. You need to be s- slim. You need to be agile. Like I need you to be moving because I'm moving. And when you're walking like six people deep in a group, fuck you. Move out of the way. Stop off at Starbucks. Like, no, this is not the time for group walking. Right. And I also noticed people aren't paying attention. Like if you're walking around a very busy place, just look up. This goes back to the self-awareness thing that we talked about. People just do not give a fuck. Like I I, I don't understand how people are not aware of other humans around them. Their surroundings even. Mm -hmm. Pretty wild. Um, But yeah. So anyways, I went to the mall today. I last night went to a Christmas party with my parents. That was pretty silly. Their their <laughs> friends are just they're all fun, Wild. you know, just like yeah. my parents. So it makes sense. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I was a little hungover today, this morning. <laughs> it was a tough drive to the mall. I won't lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then on Friday. Oh, you know what I did? I watched Garfield, you know, the movie with the cat, the orange cat. Yeah. The animated it's so one? old. Not animated. I mean, oh. Garfield is animated or like CGI or whatever, but it's people. It's real people. It's I used to love that movie when I was a kid and I was like, I'm going to watch it. It's still funny, by the way. Okay. I've never, <laughs> never watched it. It's funny. I don't know why. I was like, this is the one. <laughs> you're so random um okay movies quickly and then we'll go back to christmas shopping okay um i tried to watch the barbie movie last night and i I couldn't get through it have you watched it what i haven't seen it yet but what about it could you not get through like was it the singing or just the content i liked the singing just like the plot and how like i don't know like stupid it was like (laughs) There was, like, a scene where she was, like, trying to escape, like, the Mattel office building, and she's, like, running through cubicles that are a grid, and then, like, she has, like, 15 people chasing her, and, like, they're, like, running by each other, and I just was, like, even as a kid, this would not be believable. Like, have her do some ninja stuff, or, like, I don't know, just make this better. Like, this, this there was a $150 million budget for this movie, and this is what you chose to put in it? Like, come on. So you felt like it was cheesy. Yeah, very cheesy. Yes, mm-hmm. there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boyd, too. Like, I looked at him, like, halfway through, and I was like, do you want to finish it tomorrow? And he was like, I'm not going to finish it if we stop. And <laughs> I like, said, I don't want to finish it ever. And I said, do you care about finishing it? And he said, no. <laughs> so <laughs> promptly turned it off and turned on Sex and the City. <laughs> now that's a good show. That is his favorite show. Like, Really? He- oh, my God. He loves it. It is his favorite show. He watches it without me all the time. I love that. That's great. Yeah. He's one for the girls. Boy, the good one. <laughs> he is. 
He's on the he, team. He thinks, he thinks Samantha is just wild. Like every single scene with her, he's like, she is just a wild woman. She really is wild. She is. All I the time. Mm-hmm. I love her. And she's so fit. Like her body is so banging. And I just. Mm. Yeah. She, she has she's she's got the curves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Back to Christmas shopping. I came up with a list of some last minute gift ideas and I wanted to see how you would react to these. I think these would all be good gifts. These were ones that I would feel acceptable and excited about. And I felt like it might be helpful for anyone listening who needs some last minute ideas because I think I'm a good gift giver. Um, Okay. Gift card. I am not above or below it. I think they are great, especially if they're like Amazon or Target or something that you can kind of get anything. Or if they're, if you know someone's going to like a med spa or a salon, get it more personalized I appreciate that. I I do too. I love a gift card because then I can do what I want. And it's like free. <laughs> Girl math, free money. Right. It's just yeah. It's just so exciting to not have to spend money on things. And mm-hmm. so I just think that's a great, great option. I know. What a good feeling. Okay. Also, when you go to a restaurant too, I noticed this. What an amazing feeling to get the check and then be like, I have a gift card. And you open your wallet, you pull it out. You slap that thing down and it's a free meal. Free meal. Um, Wait, this just reminded me. My mom is notorious for laying down gift cards that have nothing on them. Notorious. Oh. Restaurants at well, – she. I've seen her do this multiple times at Lowe's, Home Depot, everywhere. I don't even know where she gets the gift cards. And <laughs> like when did she spend that money? Because I've never seen any of these gift cards work. Does she get like, There'll be like 10 cents on them. <laughs> Like, uh, is she? Does she get embarrassed? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She isn't, but, she isn't like silly little me, and then like no, because continues. this happens so many times that at this point it's just like it, we expect it, and then it happens. And she's every time she's like, no, 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 this one has money. I'm like, throw that out. Yeah, I wonder how she just doesn't remember to like throw it out, or how she and, doesn't remember that she spent it. Yeah. And for me, like, if it's less than five bucks, I'm throwing it out. Because I, <laughs> yeah, it's just too hassle. much. To, yeah, it's just a hassle. And then I don't know, like, I don't want to have to give you a, a gift card and my card. It feels complicated. And so I just, I'm like, $5 or less. See ya, buddy. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, one thing that I also found amazing recently was I had something refunded to my credit card. And so I had like a positive balance on my credit card. So I was just swiping shifts left and right. And it was all free. And it was amazing. I was the best week of my life. That is amazing. <laughs> I felt so rich. I was like, why don't I do this more? Like I should do, this is a good way to you start make like me depositing happy. money to your credit card. So you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> good for morale. <laughs> um, an ornament. I think an ornament would be a good gift. Just like an ornament that reminds you of that person. Yeah, or something that like they really like. Like this is a tradition that Boyd and I have. We give it, give each other an ornament then uh, Christmas Eve. That's like the one gift that we'll open up. And it, I, he won't listen to me. Um, I got him this hand blown glass octopus because as we know i love octopus and so it's just super cool and it's hyper realistic and i as soon as i saw it i was like oh my gosh that's like the perfect ornament and so i feel like etsy has millions and so you can just you can find like a dope ornament pretty easily for someone 
That is pretty cool. And then they can keep it and they use it every year and it will like reminds you. Do you put the year on it or anything? No, but we probably should. Yeah. Maybe. I also got us yeah. I also got us a um like first Christmas in our new home. And then I sent in a photo of our house and it's getting it's almost like a th- not three D, it's a two D but it looks image. like your your house. Yeah, it's like and it's like actually to our it's like every detail. It's not just like a photo like slapped on it. It's like actually like the the shape of our house. It's, I'm describing it terribly, but <laughs> No, I understand. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So I'm very excited to give that to him too cuz I think he'll like So that. you're giving him two ornaments. Oh, yes. Wow. I know. <laughs> oh. She went big. <laughs> I went big this year. <laughs> um Wait, what's I the also- best ornament that you've gotten? Well, like we only received. started this. We only started this last year, so because okay. I had given him an ornament for two Christmases, and he was like, "Oh, I didn't get you one. I should get you one." And he always wants to open up gifts early. Like he's like <laughs> notorious. He just cannot help himself. He just wants mm-hmm. to open them up right away. And so I was like, "Oh, we should do an ornament on Christmas Eve, so you can get that little gift kit f- fix, and then it's something cute that we can put on the tree together." So this is like the first official year of us doing it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you'll have to report but, back. Yeah, but I got myself um, <laughs> a feather last year because he calls me Bird as my nickname, mm-hmm. and so it's like this like gold metal feather that's really pretty. And then I got him a bear because I call him Bear. Very cute. Thank you. Um, another game, a gift that I would appreciate or I would give is a good board game or just a good game in general. Yeah, I like that because it's interactive too. And mm-hmm. I feel like board games and games are things that you're not necessarily going to buy for yourself unless there's a specific event and you're like, oh, I need to get this. So to receive them as gifts is fun. Yes, I agree mm-hmm. with that. And I feel like I get screen fatigue. Like there's a lot of times where after dinner, you know, we feel like we just have to watch TV because like what else is there to do at night? And so we play like Yahtzee sometimes or – um I found this really good board game last year. It's called Azul. And I love that game with the little <gasps> tiles. Yeah. I love that game. Mm-hmm. It is such a good game. And it's like 20 minute rounds. You can speed right through it. You can play up the f- two or three or four players. It's just so good. And it's not yeah, that hard. And it's not, it's not too much thought process. Like it's just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And if you get good, there's strategy. Like Boyd whoops my ass at that game and he loves it. So um, I got him a gift this, this year or a, a board game this year as a gift too. Kate, the gifter. I, um, wait, that just reminded me there's this other, there's this other game that I really like. That's also like a simple, I think it's called, uh, Quingo. Hmm. I'm writing it down. Uh, I might've made that up. There are but like, yeah, awesome. it is. It's, it's called Quingo. It, it's, you play it with a, with a die, a dice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with dice. Why is that so hard to say? Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, and it's simple. Like it's it's not a whole board or anything. It's just dice and paper. Okay, but it's fun. So like Yahtzee-ish, it. sort of. Yeah, fun. Yahtzee's fun. It's just like a no one can complain about Yahtzee. Do you like card games? Um, yeah, they're okay. I feel like they're better with groups of people. Like if you're just two people, board. I think card games cannot be that good. Okay. Why? Do you have a good two-player card game? Um, I don't really know if this is the real name of the game, but my mom and I always play this. My grandma used to play it all the time. Like, we'd play with her, so now, you know, 
it got passed, but it's called Spite and Malice. And okay. you just play with a regular deck of cards. It's so much fun. Okay. But you do have to pay attention. Okay. I'll and you can play up. with a group, but we play just the two of us. All right. I'll look it up. I asked Boyd last night. I was like, are there any two-player card games that you like to play when you were like a kid or whatever? And he goes, mm, just war. <laughs> okay. He's a simple man. <laughs> I, I, just, I just looked at him and I just was like – not an answer to the question. All right. Just moving war. on. Like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Makes it easy on me. <laughs> Got it. Um, I think you could give a plant or a, a plant pot as a gift. And mm -hmm. that is going to be well accepted. Definitely. Because it's like thoughtful too. Mm -hmm. And they live. They live for a long time. So, you know, people will be reminded of you. Yeah. And there's so many good ones that are just like low and in. So if it's just, you know, like a snake plant, you can get away with basically just neglecting it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's just so many options. I would love a plant. Um, hint, Chris hint. White. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris White fitted sheets. I feel like a sheet set is always a good gift. Yes. Okay. Because you can never have too many sheets. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you have like one ratty sheet. And so then that gives you the opportunity to throw it out because you already have the replacement then. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's this one uh, website that I found out about and it's called Take a Chef. And it's basically where you can set up a private chef in your home to come and cook for you. And you can like communicate with the chef and you can choose the chef about the menu and what type of food and the experience. And there's like different levels to it. And so um, getting a gift card for take a chef is like really good. And I think the like least expensive one is like 250 bucks for like two people or something like that. So it's yeah, pretty that's reasonable. a great gift. Mm -hmm. That's a great gift because it's fun. You know, you can have like a little date night at home. And if you, and it's different, that's not something that people like think to do. No, I know. I, yeah, Boyd, unfortunately, like I was going to do this for him because he didn't know about this mm -hmm. and then he had to get a, get a big gift for a client and he was like what if i get them a private chef and i was like uh, here's this website <laughs> i have a recommendation a <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes this would be a great thing for you and i and i was like mm -hmm. absolutely <laughs> like i had the same thought <laughs> crazy <laughs> <laughs> pretty silly <laughs> great minds you know what they say <laughs> <laughs> so those are my last minute gifts that I came up with that I think would make anyone happy. So yeah, those are good. You're welcome. Appreciate that. <laughs> Cause I, I could use a couple. <laughs> um, also some other things, if you live somewhere cold, like when you buy someone mittens or something like that, like people love mittens, gloves. Yeah. They're especially like, um, I don't know, like fur lined ones, like really like soft and bougie that people wouldn't just go buy for themselves. Right. It's like always really nice. I bet Ugg makes some great mittens. So speaking of Ugg, have you seen all the stuff about how Uggs are not made how they used to be made? No. So like the Uggs that we wore when we were like in high school and stuff. That was Ugg Australia, and those were – I mean, I still have all my Uggs from – I got my first pair of Uggs when I was in eighth grade. I still have them. Like, they have held up. But then they sold to an American company, Ugg, 
now and they're just shitty. Like they're still so expensive and they, they don't hold up. It's pretty crazy. Like why is everything so expensive and so poor quality these days? It's unfortunate because this literally happens to every single company. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. People fall in love with the original product because it is done with thoughtfulness and care and potentially sustainability or local uh, vendors or whatever it is. And then they do really well. A big fucking corporation comes and says, hmm, this can make us a whole lot of money. Let's offer them something that they can't refuse. And then they ruin it. Then they downgrade all the products and they say it's the same, but we know it's not the same. And it's bullshit. I hate it. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Like it's, it's makes me nuts. Yeah. And how can you sell the product for the same price or more when it's of such lesser value? What are people saying? Is it like the foam or the inserts or the leather? What are, are, do do you know? So so on the inside, like the fur is just completely falling apart where before it would kind of mat, you know, it would like the bottom of your Ugg would mat and it would kind of just, your foot would fit there. It's like in the shape of your toes and everything. Yes. Now they're becoming like bald almost, the inside of the Uggs. And the outside too is like the stitching is ripping. Like I have a I have a pair that I got last year and I don't wear them that much. I and honestly I wear them around the house. They're like the short ones, but the stitching is ripping on this on the side, which is wow. from why? How? Yeah. And the sole is wearing through, uh, not on mine, but this is just, these are the problems people are having mm-hmm. and they just, they look cheaper too. They don't look the same quality. I agree with the, I completely agree with the fur because you're absolutely right. I thought it was just like me and maybe the way I walk, but like literally like where my heel, cause I have a pair of shorts too that I got like two years ago mm-hmm. and where my heel is on the back, it's all gone. And you're right. Like the OG ones that we got back in eighth grade, they did just mat. And then you yeah. could buy like another insert and put on top of it if you wanted fluffy. Right. If you fur. want to start fresh. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't even like realize, I guess. I just assumed it was like a me thing. <laughs> nope. Not a you thing. Um, same, but not the same. Are you familiar with the company called La Colombe? maybe it's a coffee company they make like um they make like skinny can coffees and they do like oat milk wines oh, yeah yeah like the white cans and then the writing's like blue or red or whatever depending yes. on the mm-hmm. yes so that is a philadelphia-based company and so lacalome is just major everyone loves loves lacalome in philly and um they just were sold for 900 million dollars to chobani i think two days ago and i said to boyd there goes the quality like see you know we're not there there it goes it's unfortunate but another one in like ben and jerry's remember when they got bought out and that was like a major major thing yeah and everything wasn't as good anymore yeah like way less chunks (laughs) yeah and like the ice cream just does not hit the same anymore Mm -hmm. i don't think Mm. yeah that's sad about that coffee company too because Again, that's what happens, right? They sell to someone bigger and it makes sense from a business perspective, like for that company to do that and make that money. But the product, ugh. I know. I know. And I think like they almost market themselves as small business. I know that they're not, but I do think they try to seem that way, especially in Philly with all their brick and mortar stores. And so just to know that they're just going to be like another big corporation, not obviously not Starbucks, but similar to Starbucks. It's just like, ugh. Like, yeah. at least you felt good about supporting a local business when you went there. Now you just are, you know, not. Right. Who owns Chobani? Let me look. It's got to be one of those Probably big like companies, Unilever right? Unilever or whatever the hell. Yeah. 
Maybe they are their own thing. Hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. They have so much sugar in their yogurt. I can tell you that though. <laughs> um, you know what I've been eating is the Coco June. It's like a coconut milk yogurt. And it's the only one that I've tried that I really like. And it's good. The lemon is flavor it, is. Is it in like glass jars? Did you see it's on not. the Kardashian story? No. Okay. Mm-mm, it's not. No, I, I bought it at the co-op. Okay. Actually, Deb is the one who recommended it, but it's really excellent. I don't usually um, like the non-dairy yogurts at all. I'm the same way. They just don't hit the same. No, no, the texture's funny. I don't know. I don't like it, but this one's really good. Have you tried the uh, Siggy's coconut milk one? Yeah, I don't know. I I just don't. Boyd loves it. That's why I was wondering because I don't don't don't. like it. I don't like it. Mm, Okay, I'll have to try that one. Does it have a lot of protein? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure. I know that some of the sweeter ones have a lot of sugar, so I don't. I just stick with the lemon, but All I don't know about the protein. Does. Yeah. All yogurt. Literally, I was looking for just a vanilla yogurt, like Greek yogurt, that had less than 10 grams of sugar per serving. I can't find it. I had to get plain, and then I just put honey in myself to add some sweetness. But right. it, like most yogurts have 16 to 22 grams of sugar per serving. That is insane. That's counterproductive. Mm-hmm. And – what they're supposed to be doing for your stomach with like the cultures and everything, the sugar is negating that. And so it's not even like a probiotic anymore. Yeah. It's so pretty annoying. wild. Yeah. And it's like, they're not telling you this. It's just so frustrating. <laughs> Only tell half the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I don't like stevia. Like stevia, I can tell oh. the, in- what, the instant when something has it because it hurts my throat. I feel I like know, this. Like- I don't like it either. It's like, a z- I know what you're talking about. It's like a zing or something. Yes. I don't like it. I don't either. I don't understand. People go crazy I, for it. No, thank you. Ugh. You know what one I do like is, um, what is it? Monk fruit. Monk, monk something. Oh yeah. The, the monk, monk fruit sugar. Um, yeah, I'll, I like that one's fine. That one's like a decent alternative to sugar. If you're going to use it. Monk fruit sweetener. Yeah. I'll have to try that. Are you like an iced tea girl? Do you like a do you like a beverage in the middle of the day? Not really. Okay. I drink I a lot of water. I drink coffee Me- in the morning and then I drink a lot of water during the day. Me but too. Not I drink usually a- anything else. Okay. So I need yeah, I drink coffee in the morning. I drink a fuck ton of water, but I like to have like a midday pick me up around like two or three o'clock, just cuz. And mm-hmm. I don't like soda. I don't really like to have a coffee in the middle of the day because I just don't need the caffeine. And so I did seltzers for a while, but I get tired of seltzers. And so I found these iced teas. They're called half days. They are so banging. They have like two or three grams of sugar and they're sweetened by monk fruit. And they have different flavors. They have like green tea or lemon or peach and raspberry. And they are amazing. And they come in a can? Mm-hmm. I have to look into that. You can get them on Amazon. I get them at like Publix and stuff like that. I'm sure maybe the co-op has them. Yeah, the co-op might. I'll have to check it out. They're so good. Hmm. Like I they're unbelievably good. I can't I can't, I I'm obsessed. What is the flavor <laughs> that you like? The lemon. I like, like the, the peach too a lot though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the lemon. The green tea's meh, but I'm not a big green tea girl. So but right. the peach is really good too. Okay. Um Apart from beverages, something I wanted to talk about today was um, 
So I know we've talked about the birth control over the past six months of content that we have and <laughs> heavily, <laughs> uh, heavily. And I know I've mentioned that, you know, I have an IUD currently. It is over five years old. It is still technically um, good at contraception. Um, although I learned this week when I went to the OBGYN and one in 300 chance of getting pregnant, I guess, when the IUD is one through five years old. And then after five years old, your chance to getting pregnant drops to one in 100. And so I don't love those odds. That makes me a little bit nervous. Um, and so I went ahead and I made an appointment with a new OBGYN down here in uh, Florida. It was a man. I didn't think I would feel weird about seeing a man OBGYN until I was actually seeing him. And we didn't do anything internal. This was just like a conversation. Um, have you had an OBG, a male OBGYN? No. And I don't understand why a man would be an OBGYN because they can't relate. Mm -hmm. Like you can't relate. You don't know what it's like to have boobs or <laughs> like what I don't understand. Well, and is it like warped of me to think like I was thinking when I was driving over like, I don't know, like, does he get any, not, I don't know, enjoyment? Like, is that weird to say? Is that weird to think? But like, like I don't know. Does he enjoy looking at vaginas all day? I don't know. And then on the other side of that, it's like, if you look at so many vaginas, then do vaginas not excite want... you anymore? <laughs> yeah. 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 And mm, so he was really well rated. He got like five stars. He had freaking babies plastered all over his office. I could tell that he really knew how to get people pregnant. Um, so <laughs> that, that's not what I was there for. And they kept misunderstanding me like making the appointment and then the follow-up question the follow-up like reminder thing for the appointment and then the day of the appointment they were like iud removal and i said the removal is not the thing i care about the insertion is what i care about are you understanding that we need to insert something like that is the most important part right. of this visit <laughs> this is a replacement <laughs> yeah we are not just removing um, so we get into the room. He's like, okay, we're doing an I we're here for an IUD removal and insertion. I was like, good, great. And I brought up that um, my OBGYN in Philadelphia, her standard procedure for replacing an IUD or inserting an IUD is she gives a medication to help soften up the cervix pre. She gives local anesthesia during, and then she gives you a, a higher, I guess, maybe a thousand milligram Advil or something like that to help post because she is very aware of how painful IUD insertion is. And I brought this up to him and he dismissed me. He told me that none of that works, that he could put an IUD. He's done it for 18 year old virgins and that I should be fine. <laughs> And what a thing to say. Oh my God. It's skeeved. It, like I literally like my core tightened. I was like, why are we discussing 18 year old virgins during my appointment? This is not something I'm thinking about. And then he, like, that's um, insane. I, I can't, yeah. I can't even wrap my head around that. Like it was gross. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. And then he went on to tell me that he was the number one inserter in Idaho for 2016 and 2017, meaning he put in the most IUDs. I was like, ew, I don't want to know any of this. Like, this is not what tell <laughs> this is not reassuring, sir. Like, yeah, what? That's crazy. <laughs> Just soften up my cervix, okay? Like, make me, even if you don't believe in it, like, what if it helps me 
anxiety wise about yeah. this. Or just tell me painful. you're going to do it, you know? Yeah. Just lie to yeah. me for a minute. <laughs> right. Right. And I explained to him, I said, you know, the first time I got this done, it was extremely painful. When I stood up after the procedure was done, I literally had a sheet of blood come out of me, like splattered everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot and it was very, very painful. It was I, prolifically painful. And he just completely dismissed my my fears, my, my story, everything. And so, and then he was trying to like get me booked in the next day for the IUD. And I just was like, no, like we don't need to, like, I don't need it right away. Like I'm not dying. It's fine. And so then he tried to get me in the following day. And so I said like, sure, we'll make the appointment. Um, Tuesday goes by. I'm kind of like, I told Boyd about it and he's like, that's fucking weird. And you know, we kind of were like, "Mm." Wednesday I woke up, which is the day of the appointment, and I just – I had a bad feeling in my stomach, and I just was like, I don't want to go do this with him. Like, he did not do anything I wanted. He told me to take Advil before. That was it. That's not what I want. I want someone who's going to listen to me, especially when they're fucking inside of me. I'm not going. And I canceled. And when the receptionist asked if I wanted to reschedule, I said, nope, I want a doctor that will listen to me and won't dismiss me. Um, and she was startled and said, oh, all right, I'll let him know. The doctor proceeds to call me 30 minutes later to mansplain me and ask me where we went wrong. And I said, I feel dismissed by you. And he quoted studies from 2017 stating that, you know, the medicine that will help soften your cervix doesn't work and local anesthesia doesn't work and all these kind of things that I wanted. And then... About, and but so it's then, like you, I'm asking for it. I'm I'm just right. telling you what I want. I don't care about the studies. When, why does it matter to you? Yeah. Like, why does what? it matter to you? Just do what I want. I'm the patient. And he told me IUDs are a thousand bucks. That's how much they are for him to buy. So you're making a thousand bucks off me in thirty fucking minutes. All right. Shut the fuck up. Write the script. Yeah. And do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. So and that's why he was I, the number one inserter because he's making a commission off of it. Right, 100%. So he's pushing 100%. them. Mm-hmm. Which we know that about birth control, which is insane. Yes. Yes. So then about an hour later, after I got off the phone with him and he told him I'm not interested in, in using him as a doctor anymore, the New York Times comes out with an article that I recommend everyone read, Getting an IUD Hurts, Why Aren't More Women Offered Relief? And in that article, it cites two studies from 2018 and 2019 that disproved the study that he sourced in 2017. And so I was on the verge of sending it to him, but I don't really give a fuck about communicating with him ever again. And so I just know that I'm right. And the universe was validating me for not going to that man to put something inside of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Love that you listen to your gut, first of all. Because it's so much easier. It's convenient to not sometimes, right? To just be like, well, I need this, so I'm just going to go. I wasn't going to. I was not going to cancel. I was like really like – I was, you know, I was being like, you're dramatic. Like it's not that bad. People get this done every day. Like maybe he really will be so good. You know, maybe he'll be able to maneuver your cervix better than the previous person. But then I talked to Boyd and then I talked to one of my good friends, Maggie, who is like so amazing at advocating for herself. And she just was like – wouldn't don't you want a doctor that listens to you and doesn't dismiss you like yeah. isn't that just baseline and i was mm-hmm. like fuck you're absolutely right so like, even that follow-up call what an insane move and and instead Ew. of just being like talk to me he's like this is what happened 
Yeah. What? And he was like, I'm sorry if, if, if our communication wasn't the same. Like, no, you're not. You're just sorry about missing out on the revenue. That's what you're sorry about. Right. Right. <laughs> like, just Wild. don't call next time. It's okay. <laughs> just let this one slide, you know? Yeah, let me go. Literally. Yeah. Let me go, sir. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you unsubscribe from an, like, an email list or something, and then they make you, it opens a new page and they make you type in your email. Like, don't make me do this. Just let me or go. They, yeah. Or they give you like, we'll give you next month off. Yeah, oh, right. you really want to go? What about the next three months? 50% off. It's like, ew, you're desperate. Go away from me. Like, yeah, just let me go, man. <laughs> I'm not interested. Yeah. So Dr. Haley, you're desperate. Get away from me. <laughs> Heard that. Did you find a new doctor yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. ZocDoc. Have you ever used ZocDoc? Oh, yeah. That's oh how my I God, found Zoc- my OBGYN in when I lived in Florida. ZocDoc is like a godsend. I don't I don't know if it's like a recent thing, but I feel like more doctors are on it now than ever before. It is phenomenal. So I found um, a woman close to me and I'm going to go see her on Tuesday. And if she denies me on this medication, then I'm going to go to a different one until I find someone who cares about my pain. Right. Yeah, that's important. That simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And one thing about ZocDoc also is it's a really cool – so ZocDoc is this app where you type in, like, you know, your location, your health insurance information, so they find you doctors in your network. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can sometimes – sometimes you can't schedule with them on there, but usually you can. Like, sometimes you'll have mm-hmm. to call the office directly, but usually you can schedule right on there. So it's really helpful. And it's so convenient because you can read reviews from people Mm -hmm. and you can sort them and you can, they have like keyword search. So I was typing an IUD in the reviews of people. Um, It was just, yeah, no, ZocDoc is phenomenal. I don't, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a good resource. Especially because I would never even know how to find a doctor otherwise. I just wouldn't. Like I was feeling when I was in Tampa, I'm like, how do you, what do I just call around? Like, what am I supposed to do? You know? Yeah. I go through, um. I have Aetna, and so I'll go yeah. through Aetna's website, and then mm-hmm. I'll go then to Google to look up the reviews to see if they're a good doctor, and like ZocDoc removes both of those steps because you can just go to ZocDoc, and then you can just see if they're in your, your accepting new patients in your network and if they're highly reviewed. Right. And it's if amazing. they do what you need, yes. which is perfect. Right. Yes. And you can see if they look nice, which is important. Yeah, I like that they have a picture. Mm-hmm. And multiple and, pictures sometimes. And also you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Like yes. who you're seeing. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, all right. Well, as I'm sure many people have experienced recently, am I the asshole stories are taking over my feed at least maybe just because I listen to so many podcasts, but I we're jumping on the bandwagon newsflash. Um, so <laughs> I have two, am I the asshole stories? One I have read and one I haven't. Um, I read the little, a little bit of it and I just was like, oh, this is good. And so I'm going to blind read them both to Ginny and we're going to talk about them. And um, yeah, we hope you enjoy. All right. So the first one is called, and it's from two days ago. So these are very recent. Am I the asshole for removing my top on a nude beach with my sister and our husbands? Okay. Um, oh, the post was deleted. Let me see if I have a screenshot of it. Or is this on Reddit? Yeah. Why mm. do they do that? I don't know. Maybe their post got some hate. Hang on. Oh, I don't know. 
Damn it. All right. Well, I'll go to another one. We'll cut this out. Fuck. Wait, what was the gist of that one, though? Is that the one that you hadn't read? No, I have read this one. I can read. Oh, yeah, I can talk about it. So yeah, basically, it. it was um, two sisters. One was like 26. Her husband was like 28, 30. The other, the other sister was like 34 and her husband was 38. They were on a vacation together and they were in an area where nude beaches, there was like a specific nude beach and they had talked about and joked that she had said her and her sister had joked about getting their boobs tan. And so that had been like a reoccurring joke. And so one of the days on vacation, they were going for a walk and they see the nude beach and um, they decide to go on it. And so they go and rent chairs and they're all laying down and the younger sister who's writing the OP, she takes off her they don't have their bathing suits because they were just on a walk. So she takes off her shirt to the skin and she takes off her shorts and she's wearing a thong and she lays there with her sister, her sister's husband, her brother-in-law and her husband on the beach. And her sister didn't confront her then, but I think she confronted her later and said that it was wrong for her to go shirtless in front of her brother-in-law and um, that she was, like mad that the sister was like more fit than her and kind of had some like negative body image tones in there. I can't remember all that, but it was just a, so people, she was like, am I the asshole for going topless in front of my sister and her husband on a beach? I don't think so. I think if her sister had said before, like, you know, when they were joking about it, she was like, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want, I don't think that's appropriate or something. If she had said that yeah. before, or even in the moment, if she was like, hey, put your shirt on, that makes me uncomfortable, and she didn't yeah. listen, then she would have been the asshole. But I don't I don't think that makes her an asshole. Like, the, yeah. the brother-in-law can just look away. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that part, although I will say I would never go topless in front of my brother-in-law. I wouldn't either. I would definitely not either. Like, But I think it's a weird thing to do, but also if you're at a nude beach and you've been kind of joking about it and then you do it and no one says anything, you're weird, but you're not an asshole. I agree. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You probably need to evaluate a few things. Yes. You're not a dick. (laughs) I agree with you. Okay. Yes. We are very much in agreement. I do not think she's an asshole, but I do think she is strange for like taking your top off because I only want to be naked around... Like, I don't know. If I'm going to go to a nude beach, I don't want anyone to know me besides Boyd. Because right. I'm never going to see strangers again in my life. Like, I don't care. But, like, I'm not going topless in front of one of our friends or no. family members or anything like that. Because, it one, it's weird. And then, two, I think it's a very slippery slope. Like, God forbid if someone that you're in front of already finds you attractive. And then they're seeing you half naked. Like, I just think, you know, if you're on Which vacation, it sounds like flowing. that was probably part of the problem. Yes, I right? agree with that. Yes, like, that the, the sister way that, was worried. Yeah, that the way that the sister was like, you have a better body than me or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she, yeah. yeah, probably felt like insecure that her husband was going to be more attracted to her younger sister than her. Mm. So not the asshole. Yeah, that's, just that sucks. Still mm-hmm. not the asshole, but that sucks. Okay, let's hope this one hasn't been deleted. Okay. Okay. Am I the asshole for going through my wife's personal belongings? Ooh. Oh, man. My wife, I know. My wife, Rose, was my best friend. We were so comfortable together. I never felt sad or unhappy or upset when she was there. 
I also never had butterflies when around her. I never got the sense of being in love. I thought that while I loved her, I never was in love with her like my exes. And I thought I settled for her because we were best friends and I knew she would love and cherish me. She deserved so much better. I was happy with my life, but I wanted something else. Everything she did started to annoy me from the way she chewed to the way she laughed. One day I woke up to go to work and she was still asleep. She had a brain aneurysm and didn't wake up. It felt like my heart was ripped out of my chest. I didn't know how much I loved her until she was dead. Rose was a journaler. She would write everything down. I wonder why she had, why she had to stop and jot something down when, when we had places to be. I can't ask her now that she's dead. I went through her diary. I went through her phone too. A horrible smart, small part of me wondered if she was compensating for something to show me that much love, if she felt guilty. But no, she was even more loving and generous and kind, and she loved me. My sister-in-law found out I went through Rose's stuff. She screamed that I had no right to go through her diary. Rose would want privacy. I yelled that she was dead and wasn't here to say what she wanted. My sister-in-law thinks it's hor horribly disrespectful and wants me to return Rose's stuff to them. I don't want to. It's my wife and I miss her so much and th these things help me keep close to her. I keep reading her diary and it feels like she is here with me. She's been dead for over a year, but it feels like she'll still be back soon. Um, whoa, first of all, that's sad. Mm -hmm. That's sad. But I do think it's different that she's dead. Like if, if she was alive and he read her diary, that would be pretty insane. But I don't, I don't think that makes him a dick. Like I, I think, think it's either. a normal reaction if someone dies to, you know, want to go through everything. All of their stuff. Yeah. And like, remember them and know I don't like what their thoughts, you know, what their inner thoughts were and all yes, things that you can't get answers to anymore. Maybe you'll find mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. I think I know I would say that the family, I mean, I, I guess I get why they would want, want that. But also I think if anyone should be reading someone's diary, it shouldn't be like the family. <laughs> I know what I mean? I think yes. that would be inappropriate. Yes. And from the way that he's describing the relationship that he and Rose had when Rose was alive, she would probably let him read her diary even if she was alive because she seemed to be really in love with this man and she doesn't have anything to hide. And so like if he, he was hell bent on it, she'd probably be like, sure, read my diary. Like, go ahead. Yeah, fine. Read it. Take it. All it is is saying how much I love you and how much I love our life. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> man, that is kind of crazy to think about, though, someone reading your innermost thoughts like mm -hmm. if my if i died and my mom read my journal i would die again <laughs> i would be horrified <laughs> um <laughs> but like my mom if my boyfriend or my husband did like fine you already know my most intimate parts yes no yes but um my mom used to do that when i was a kid so i stopped journaling that is I, that is crazy that is like yeah. what an invasion of privacy <laughs> Yeah, it felt very, very violating as a kid. And then so she would tell me, she'd be like, why'd you, why would you write such a weird thing about that in your diary? And I was like, why do you know that? <gasps> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then that makes you not want to write because you're like, I can't ever again. So you're like, someone's going to no, read literally. this. Yeah. Yes, literally. And like, I, like, let me be weird. Okay. Maybe I had some weird things going on then. Like, who knows, you know? Yeah. Let me have my own <laughs> thoughts. That's a right. They can be um, weird. <laughs> there's an edit um from the op on this post um 
Okay, edit. She was loving and much more acutely aware of my feelings than I was of my own. I didn't feel in love because I associated love with highs and lows and toxicity. That was modeled for me. Comfort, safety, and security. Those weren't love as I thought of them. I didn't realize that what I had with my wife was love until it was ripped away from me. She knew how I felt and she knew how to soothe me from all the tumultuous feelings I had. Sometimes I was looking for issues and I had anxiety and dread of something creeping up because it was unfathomable that life was just so good with her. Yeah, I get that. When you're used to chaos and arguments and trying to like make things better all the time or you know, on eggshells, then peace feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, like he just said, like, I didn't feel in love with her because it wasn't because I didn't know up and down. Right. You know, and I think that's not how, how he's associated it. Right. And I think that's so relatable for a lot of people because I, you know, like I've admitted, like I used to pick fights because like, that's what I thought. I don't know if it like got me going or whatever, but like, it just, I don't know. Sometimes when you're bored, you just pick a fight. You know, not anymore, but I think a lot of people do that. Or they're, I also think people pick fights because they're looking for the other person to show something. Yeah. Yeah. Like fight for me type mentality. Yeah. And then it's like, that's a cycle. Let me just Mm -hmm. start a fight to see if they really care or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and Mm -hmm. then it's like, it will, I guess. And then it's storming out. Yeah. And then it gets into whatever, you know, feeling it is that you're looking for. It's intensified because it's a lot of emotions that you're, you have going on. And that's probably doesn't happen when you're just in a regular, it doesn't. Yeah. No, confirm when you're in a a healthy person. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't do that. Right. (laughs) There's no, there's rare escalations. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny though, because now you can spot that. Like, I mean, not obviously doesn't happen in your relationship, but I like I I see that with like couples that I know and I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. You need mm. a therapist. And I think like so many people don't I I I do think a lot of people take their partners for granted because they like life is not like a movie and people expect it to be like a movie and they're like, you know, bored or content or comfortable you know just yeah whatever it is and like then they blame the partner and then they, that's why cheating happens or I don't know, deceitfulness or, you know, I don't know. I think it can just be like a really slippery slope. Yeah. And then I also think if you are in need of something, like if there's a, if you're feeling a void somewhere emotionally, you could talk about it. Mm. Like tell them, I know it's like very vulnerable, but you could talk about it instead of trying to get, get the reaction you're looking for, you know? Yeah. And like, don't rely like that. Someone like poor Rose knows and is just writing in their diary about it. Like you gotta, (laughs) Be communicative. Yeah. <laughs> right. RIP Rose. We're talking about you and we're thinking about you, girl. <laughs> Sending one out for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. All right. I have one more because that the first one got fucked up. Okay. Okay. Um, am I the asshole for not letting my boyfriend's ex see his cat? <laughs> oh, my God. I, 25 female, have been dating my boyfriend, male, 31, for almost two years. He was with his ex for five years, and they got a cat, and when they split up, he kept it. After they broke up, she would constantly text him to FaceTime the cat. This kept going on and on, even after we started dating. I finally put a stop to it 10 months later. Um, she says she comes to town. She wants. She's in town, and she wants to see the cat. 
I told my boyfriend she probably just wants to see you. So tell her you're going to leave a key for her under the door so she can hang out with the cat while my boyfriend is at work. The ex, the ex said, oh, I can't see you, which confirmed to me that she, it was never about the cat. Whatever she – whatever. She ended up coming and seeing the cat, the cat anyway, like planned, and didn't see my boyfriend. This was last December. Now, just yesterday, she texted him asking to see the cat. And I told my boyfriend that he doesn't see me messaging my ex to see the cat I used to have with him. I was with my ex for three years. I feel it is inappropriate and I don't want to be in a relationship with someone where the cat, where the ex can come in and out or even come in, come in, come up in conversations. My boyfriend has a gentle heart and literally cried when he told her she couldn't see the cat this year. Am I the asshole? Hmm. No, I'm understand. I understand. I do think you're a little bit of an asshole, but also I, I understand. Like I don't, I do, but I don't like move on sister. I think you're like, you're allowed. Yeah. You're allowed to have boundaries. And I, and I only say that maybe she's a little bit of an asshole just because of how sensitive he sounds, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. But then again, yeah. it's like, maybe you need that. You need someone to tell you. Like, I think that's weird. And inappropriate. I would never. I would yeah. never. Like, like that would not fly. <laughs> like Lazy Boy and I, we had a lizard together. He kept the lizard. I think about that lizard all the time. Am I texting him about that lizard? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No. Am I asking to FaceTime the lizard? Absolutely Insane. Not. And also, like, what fucking cat is looking at FaceTime? Like, you're not – that's – that's. there's no there's no benefit for the cat for, for that. Just ask for a photo, you know? Or just, like, don't. You know, just move For on. For a few months, I can understand, like, the few months after. Like, like grace period of, like, six months. But when this girlfriend, the OP, got into the picture with this man, the ex-girlfriend should have backed off. Like, she yes. should have, you know, it'd be different if he was single. But because this guy has a new girlfriend, you need to just Let null and void it. Get a cat that looks the same, name it the same name, and pretend that this is that cat. Like, like also to ask to FaceTime a cat, that's weird. And it's so weird. I do. I liked how um, OP was like, just leave a key. Mm -hmm. You know, because she was right about that. Like, obviously, yeah. she wanted to see the guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think OP, she's, she just seems frustrated. Like, she's yeah, been with this cat for two or three years. Like, come on, bro. You don't need to be seen. Yeah, I take it back. She's not an asshole at all. I maybe I'd even be a little meaner. <laughs> I would <laughs> come I, to think of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. I would call him a pussy. I would probably say some out of pocket shit to him and say, "What are we doing her here? Her or me? Yeah, her yeah. or me, bitch. And you can keep the cat, <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, I can you cat. can you imagine being? The person doing that, like, still reaching out to try and... Oh, no, she's God. unhinged. It's embarrassing. No, she's fucking unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, like, you know that she has that cat as her wallpaper, and she tells everyone that that's her cat. Like, her coworkers probably think that that cat lives at her house, and they don't know that that cat lives not at her house. Or that's her, like, drunk sob story, is that her ex-boyfriend got to keep the cat, and she just misses oh the cat my. so much. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I know a few of those. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Can't not can't that really. I am like friends with, but definitely. Like, oh, I, I definitely know if I've met a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, come on. 
um off topic but on topic boyd and i have you know when we got bennett together we had to have that conversation of like okay if we break up like what are we who gets the dog do yeah who gets the dog and like we talked about like is it possible to co-parent a dog if you guys live like in the same vicinity do you think that's bananas yeah i think that's stupid okay i get it because because people really do form you know bonds with your dog but i think that's stupid i think it would be really not a child especially i think it would be really difficult if i don't know you have to be two certain type of people with a very certain type of breakup to be able to like do that you have to be like falling out of love and both just agree with that Mm -hmm. like we did not mature (laughs) yeah we didn't agree to co-parent i said you should just have the dog and he said no you'll keep in it and i said no but you're fighting over (laughs) you're trying to give it to the other one (laughs) normally it's opposite no i want the dog no i said you can have him and he goes no you should have him and i said no 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 (laughs) you guys are gonna have to like your mom and you got them together flip a coin or something yeah no well his mom has his brother and so i said Mm. you have to keep them together duke because then i have to go yeah then i have to go hang out with your mom after we've broken up so the dogs yeah like i was like i can't do that like that's not like if so that's boyd's dog yeah that's boyd's dog all right well and then he said actually then it's going to be april's dog and i said okay okay so he's just do a he's little pass off mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> we're so fucked up <laughs> already got a sorry bennett <laughs> already got an exit strategy yep <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh wait i forgot to bring this up too um when i was at the obgyn he brought up freezing my eggs mm. and it's something of it just like you know i'm 28 you should think about it in the next couple of years you know just something to like have on your radar and i agree with that because boyd and i've always talked about that and it's something we do want to do and so i came home and i was like you know he brought it up and i was like this you know god forbid if like we're married and you know in 10 15 years or whatever like you know i die this means that you could have a baby with me but not with me if that's like something you want or vice versa if we freeze your sperm and so like we had to like it was so crazy to talk about like these big potentials of death and like how we would cope with that and if we would want to like you know i don't know create a baby because of that i don't know it was a very crazy conversation to have <laughs> yeah whoa that's <laughs> like, like uh, whoa <laughs> we both started like tearing up thinking about the other dying we just were like i don't want to think about this and i was like well we gotta like these are things that we do have to think about a little bit you know like oh my god <laughs> what can you would you do that like, if boy died, would you be like, I need to have his baby? I don't know. It depends. I don't know. I guess you wouldn't know until you're there. There. And I think it depends on, like, the age. Mm. You know, like, if we're together and then, like, he dies at, like, 50 and I'm 48, or, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't know how I, if I, how I would handle that grief. I don't want to know. Yeah. But I, 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 I don't know. You've Have you heard of, like, those stories, like, those crazy stories where – the guy will die and then like his girlfriend will find out she's pregnant like a week later. Yeah. I you know? experienced one in real time. Not me, but I had a friend who lived in, when I lived in Florida, I've, I've actually talked about her before, just about her boyfriend is the one who died on the motorcycle. It was oh, like yeah. testing a motorcycle and the brakes failed. 
Um, so they had been trying to get pregnant for a really long time and it just wasn't happening. So they just like stopped yeah. trying essentially. Um, they were doing IVF and stuff and they stopped and it was like two weeks later. No, it was a week later. Cause it was on the day of his memorial. We did like a candle lighting thing and she found out she was pregnant that day and That's she had a boy so crazy and it looks just like him. It's the craziest thing. That's meant to be. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, like, you know, the universe is so bittersweet and fucked up like that but mm -hmm. you know i'm sure she's so I, i'm sure it's undescribable that she has an extension of of someone you know of him that, that she lost you know yeah and i remember her saying too like it's a reason for me to live to go yeah. on to yeah have to worry about that instead of the rest yeah well and i said to boyd i said like you know if I don't die, like, what if we, you know, like, what if I got sick or like I had, to, you know, and like, I wasn't, I wasn't able to carry a child like this at least just guarantees us to be able to have a kid if we want a kid. And so, yeah, it's like know. an insurance policy. Yeah, it really is. And, um, we started like looking into it and, you know, in the U S it's like 10 to 15 grand in the UK, it's like 4,000. So we're going on mm. vacation. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Spain does it really good, apparently. Spain has a great freezing situation over there. So I said, oh, I guess we'll have to go to Madrid. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know that you can sell your eggs for like a lot of money? Mm -hmm. I've thought about it. I haven't really thought about it, but I've been reading about it recently for some reason. Like it just keeps popping up on all my stuff. Like people are th – like more. a lot of money. Like I like saw – how much? Like I don't know. I – it can go for low, like as low as 30 grand up to like a oh. hundred grand. How many eggs? Just one? I think when it's 30 grand, it's like, no. So they have to take more than one egg to do it. Yeah. Just to like make sure. Um, but I'm assuming that like the more expensive, either the higher value you are as a person and your eggs are, or the more eggs. It's right? so warped to say that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it. it sounds crazy to say that, but like what your genes are like and- Mm -hmm. you know your health and yeah mm -hmm. i'm sure your education and your perceived intelligence and all that kind of stuff yeah like your background it's because they do take all that into account of course yeah and people care about the way their donors look mm -hmm. well yeah because they want their kid to that's what, what your child yeah. is gonna look like you know those yeah. are their yeah, genes yeah yeah, yeah. Percent. Mm -hmm. wow i i don't know i've but you really like shouldn't do it until after you're done having your own if you want to have your own kids till after you're done with that because it can because it can mess with your own fertility oh interesting yeah there's risks so like let's say i i decide to freeze my eggs i get a fucking baker's dozen i get so many eggs in that bitch mm -hmm. and they all you know they all survive the testing and they're all like great embryos and i'm like okay i have 20 eggs i'm only gonna need like 10 could I just sell those other 10 that I already extracted? Um, pro I would think so. Yeah. Sounds like a good deal. And then I think, so like eggs <laughs> versus an embryo, those are two different things, right? Yeah. Like you have your yeah, egg yeah. and then you can have your egg mixed with sperm. <laughs> yeah. And that makes the embryo. And th so Embry those are like embryos have a higher chance like if it was like a couple like if it was boyd and i they would yeah. probably recommend that we do embryos and eggs mm -hmm. depending on like you know all the things so and then they they do testing like typically like i think like a good harvest we'll say is like 
around like 15 to 20 eggs and then they like some will die off pretty soon then others will last like a day and like there's like certain days and tests that they survive and then that will show you the viability of all of them and then you can know the sec the genders of them and so then you can just i think maybe just the embryos i don't know about the eggs but the embryos for sure and then you can pick and choose if you want girls or boys wild mm -hmm. you can choose what you want to have yeah and then you can like try to implant like two to try to have twins because you know back like remember like octomom yeah so she was the case like back uh in, like the 90s and like the early 2000s IVF was not as good as it is today and so that's why they would put so many eggs in because a lot of them wouldn't attach and you usually only get one or two and so that's why multiples were so common when it came to IVF and so Octomom was like one of those really rare occurrences where literally all of the eggs they put in her took and that's why she was able to have eight children at once oh that makes sense that's pretty mm -hmm. wild it's so wild and so like they were um, fighters yes she's very fertile obviously can you imagine and having eight babies no i can't even imagine having one i know like what the fuck no you need a lot of extra hands for that oh my god like, and the that's money? not a two-person job no she, and she was single she was she just did like, it by herself she didn't insane. even have a husband yeah no that's why it was like so controversial like when it first happened because people were like is this like like what's the ethics around this yeah like it, that feels bad Wrong. yeah yeah because like financially like how the no one is set up for eight children mm -mm. Like, you, unless you are a millionaire millionaire no one is set up for eight children that's a lot of money that's a lot of money mm -hmm. yeah F fucking formula is expensive as shit <laughs> and you're not breastfeeding eight no there's no way not even a cow could there's do not that. enough time in the day for that <laughs> there's not there's not in the day. <laughs> there's really not <laughs> pumping 24 7 yeah <laughs> like she just have to be breastfeeding literally 24 7 yeah yeah no and no, that wouldn't no. i don't think that would even be enough no and she couldn't i bet she couldn't consume enough calories yeah like she'd have to be eating and pumping 24 7 <laughs> at the same time <laughs> yeah calories in calories out <laughs> literally yeah because breastfeeding burns so many calories mm -hmm. it's crazy mm. damn yeah so now ivf is way better that's why they'll like only implant two and even then i think they typically implant one um unless you really want like multiples i guess triplets no fuck that <laughs> no also oh, i don't ever want to be that large no no <laughs> And it's just a lot to manage. Like, I feel like twins, at least there's one parent per. And so you're not outnumbered. Yes. out. I think outnumbered. I, that's what I've heard from parents, too. It's like one and two kids. Like, that, that's like difficult but manageable. Once you hit like three and four, we should ask your mom that. Like, was it drastically different when Trey was added? Like, I just, I've heard it just, it just gets exponentially harder after the third. When Trey was born, parent number three stepped in. That's me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Trey was born Anna? and I had a baby. <laughs> mm. Oh, you took care of Trey? A lot. I mean, I helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old were you? Um, I was five. Yeah. So you're at that. And like, girls are so nice when they're five because mm -hmm. they just want to be helpful. and Yeah. And uh, they like baby dolls and things. So then to have a real baby, it's like, you know. I bet it was exciting. Yeah, it was cool. He was, Until he was you not. Had to, like, he wasn't cute. Really? He wasn't a cute baby, but he was a cute kid. Mm. he ended he's up a cute, cute kid now yeah, yeah he's, he's a good looking so kid handsome. now 
Um, but yeah, it was so funny. I just remember he had like a birthmark on his face, like in between his eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We still That's loved a him. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, will his will your mom admit that he wasn't cute, or does she think he's cute? Because like she has like mom goggles. No, we we all know. Okay, because I like. I'm sure I she. I'm had- sure she did have. She does and did have mom goggles, but like, if you take a step back, you know. Yeah, you're like, I feel bad for for parents that like, like you know, some babies just aren't cute. They get, well, they get majority cute. of babies aren't cute. They are creepy looking. They look well, like little aliens. But then after a couple in, months, then I'm I'm talking about the toddlers too. You know, there's just <laughs> like you like you just know those kids that just like didn't look great as young ones, but then they get good. You know, like sh- stuff shifts and stuff like that. It's not hopeless, but it Sometimes must be hard don't. to be like. Yeah, I I'm trying to be nice here, but um, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> you know, sometimes like as a parent, are you just like, man, that is not symmetrical. I feel like, and that's yeah. a shame. I feel like after a while, you stop looking at people like that that you're that close mm-hmm. to. You know, like, if, yeah. it's your ba- if it's your baby, you know, you probably don't. I mean, you must know, but <laughs> I don't think. I bet if I bet my family would. If I was not that cute of a kid, I was an, I was an okay kid. I wasn't great. I was fine. I think they would have. I think they would have been very worried because my. I told you my grandmother was very worried about me being bald, and so I yeah. just know my family. I think they would have been very nervous about me aesthetically. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, me too. <laughs> I was. I think I was a cute kid. Like I look back at pictures and I'm like, wow, look at those yeah. cheeks. But you were so cute. <laughs> but I think if I wasn't. I don't know what, like, what do you do? What do you even do? You Nothing. get really cute outfits. Yeah. Bows. You dress them to the nines. Yes. Yes. You, and you really hope that their personality is great. Like, you really hope that they're chill and that they eat everything and that they don't give other people a hard time. Yeah. That's it's got to be hope. charming. Yeah. <laughs> and that you're really funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she can sing great. <laughs> she can make you laugh. <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. She'll clean up the kitchen for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tough. Um, On that note. Yeah. I love you. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great week. Thank you. And Me too. Yeah. Um, you're going to do great. Love you. I love you too. Ciao for now. See ya. That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more. <laughs>